Welcome to Women on the Line, one of Community Radio's national feminist current affairs programs, produced by women and gender diverse broadcasters at 3CR Community Radio in Melbourne, on unceded Kulin lands, and broadcast nationally on the Community Radio Network. I'm your host, Senya. On today's show, we chat with Heidi, Connie, and Andra from Fortune, a print and space making project assembled by and for queer Asian publics tended to in Philadelphia. We chat about queer Asian publishing practices, our prediction for the upcoming Lunar New Year of the Water Rabbit slash Cat, and their upcoming Lunar New Year party. Let's hear the conversation with Fortune. My name is Connie. I use they them pronouns. Um, I am um, a writer, gig worker, etc., grocery worker currently in Philadelphia, and um, I also work on print work with my two friends here, Heidi and Andra, um, and we started Fortune a couple years ago now um, in the year of the pig, which is also my zodiac sign. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I'm i also an Aries, uh, so being a pig, I have a lot of feelings about being baby or being last, but I think I, I, I tend to, uh, you know, uh, work with that. I tend to lead with fire, I think. Um, I'm also a year of the, the metal pig, so that seems apt. Um, I'll, I'll pass that on to Heidi. Hi, everyone. I'm Heidi. I use they, them pronouns. Um, I am um, one of uh, two, at this point, two of three of the co-editors of Fortune. Um, I am, was born in the year of the water dog, um, so I'm, I'm, I'm a loyal, I have a lot of loyalty in me. Um, I am right now, I am in between jobs, but mostly work collectively in art and art projects, and then also find um, sometimes work in constructions and and also find my way in the in the classroom teaching too. I'm Andra. I use she her pronouns and I am number three out of three of this fortune team. I have a print practice. I'm also in school, uh, library school currently studying archives, um, which I do see those two things as as very linked. Um, For me, they're both work that's engaging with uh, sharing information in more expansive ways. Um, And I was born in the year of the earth snake, uh, which I'll also say, I believe, tempers uh, my sun world chart. Um, I'm a Sagittarius. I also generally have a lot of fire in that chart. Um, So... I have come to appreciate uh, and, and listen to the ways in which the snake in me can lean toward uh, quietness at times. Um, and also, I think I'm still learning uh, to trust uh, the ways that it can lean toward a more measured pace. Thank you all. Um, yeah, and I'll add my... Um add my little intro to it. So um, I'm Sen and I use he, they pronouns. 
as well as doing this radio show, I also have been running Red Pocket Press, uh, which is um, a queer, publish queer publishing project um, for queer Asians who celebrate Lunar New Year, um, based in Nam. And my zodiac sign is Metal uh, Goat. I like to think that metal can be quite like a fluid element, like it can change shape and um, and goats like to roam. So I really resonate with, um, yeah, the idea of like looking for different structures and um, and freedoms that can exist uh, collectively and also individually as well. Yeah. Um, so I would love to hear about a bit more about the purpose of Fortunes and um, and how it started. What was the initiative and what brought you all together? Sure, happy to. I can I can start with a little backstory, but first I should mention that I just looked up my element and it's actually wood pig. So I stay humble in my in my continuing to learn about uh, the elements, the five elements. Um, so let's see. In I guess the story starts in 2017. I was working as a, as a gallery coordinator for a writing and programming space in Philadelphia called the Kelly Writers House. And um, I was, I wanted to curate a group show of works of varied media by queer Asian artists. Um, and I had shyly asked two classmates I had looked up to to co-curate with me. I didn't yet know if they were queer, and I had just uh, sort of recently become um, that piece of myself. Um, and I, I can say this sort of in retrospect that um, in, in wanting to curate this group show, I was maybe seeking not not likeness, you know, but, but sort of shades of, of difference or uh, ecstatic shades of ecstatic difference maybe to sort of show me what was what was possible to live and to make um and and this i sort of realized now and, and having told this story several times but um we invited a few artists uh we asked them to recommend others um because we were also feeling a lack of of you know accessing this sort of community in philadelphia and um, two of the artists that were then recommended to me by other artists uh, were Heidi and Andra um, and, and several, several others. And in this sort of way of curating, I found these through lines that already existed here. Um, and so the work of curating in part was, was sort of already built for me. Um, a lot of uh, the work then was just sort of figuring out how to put, you know, someone's painting near their friend's photograph, um, sort of yeah, staging these things in this strange, converted, eclectic Victorian house, you know, and learning to sort of, how do I, how do I live here? How do we, how do we live here together? And, um, you know, part of the, the opening event was uh, readings, performances, video works, uh, and this was a public event, but we had decided uh, before this began to sort of gather for a roundtable moment where we um, some of us met each other for the first time. Um, that's where I met Heidi and Andre for the first time. And um, this sort of statement came up, you know, of course, about, about these various intersections and how to hold them all together. How even if, um, you know, Heidi and Andre had been friends for many years already, uh, that maybe they didn't, or, you know, Heidi and Andre are not a good example because they have, they have been artistic collaborators um, many times in the past. But this sort of way of holding uh, queerness and Asianness and uh, 
being an artist in in these uh, dynamic ways. Um, so what we decided after this uh, roundtable was sort of to to find a way to stay in touch. Um, and what we landed on was, you know, what is now a sort of reliable but dinosaur technology of the email listserv of a shared Google Doc where we would post events, this kind of thing. Um, and that that went on for a while, not very um, animatedly. Uh, so it was lucky then that um, our first intentional project together uh, sort of found sort of immediate stride um, in a different mode, and that was a, that was sort of the mode of, of print. Um, we found um, a little bit more, not just staying power, but also a you know, gathering power. Um, and I'll, I'll let, I'll let Andrea speak to that a little bit more, I think. Uh, building off from there, um, fast forward a year after that group show, um, and, uh, both Connie and Heidi, um, you know, after sort of like building this listserv and building these relations for relationships for a year, Connie and Heidi approached me saying, let's throw a Lunar New Year party. Um, and that year in some ways was, um, uh, personally significant, if I may say for Connie, because, uh, that was, um, 2019 year of the pig, uh, that we were going to be celebrating. Um, so it felt like an important, important moment to mark, uh, their year, um, and they wanted to do it together. Um, and as, and it also happened to be, um, the Lunar New Year was falling, um, basically on the anniversary of, uh, this, this show that we had, had, um, if not met each other at, got to know each other a little bit better and, and, um, be in each other's companies more. So as a way to mark that, um, uh, we had the idea to, to make a zine, um, to, mark that gathering um which the there had been a zine that was a part of the original group shows uh called a public um with submitted works from uh some of the artists in the show and contributors um so yeah it felt like a nice recalling of that and i think it was heidi who <laughs> had um you know the very inspired idea to um make that a monthly zine as a year-long intention for the Year of the Pig. Uh, so the way it worked was that um, it was a submission-based uh, zine that we would put out a call every month. Um, folks would contribute works, uh, we would lay them out together um, and risograph print them, and that is what became Fortune. Um, and we kind of kept it in this container of one year, so that was our uh, year-long uh, intention for the year of the pig. Um, but yeah, Heidi, do you want to add anything to that? I guess I'll just round it out by saying, like, um, for that full year or two, along with the zine, um, something that became really important um, that we continued from the beginning to was having a space to gather. So each zine had, um, we had a, a release of the each issue and so it was a moment for us to also just gather with folks that have submitted work into the zine to be together to like um kind of think about the work and also just like share space um and at the end of this full year we were able to close it with um 
the next Lunar New Year party at, um, I guess that was the year of the metal rat. So it was like from one end to the next as a container of um, producing a zine every year or every month. Thank you all. Um, I really love that I was just looking up what year 2017 was, and it was the year of the rooster. Um, so it makes me think of you know, everything you've just described. It does make me think of like the seeding of um, ideas and like the build, the starting to build like community and building a family of some kind. Um, and actually Red Pocket Press also had its first Lunar New Year event in the year of the pig as well. So it's kind of, I think it's got such a beautiful, yeah, really bring together um, maybe ideas that have been planted in the previous years, but it was almost, for me, um, in, in the instance of Red Pocket Press, uh, a celebration and, yeah, a time to really bring people together. Uh, I would love to hear how you've kind of adapted through the pandemic because, you know, you started your first big year in the year of the pig, which was just before the year the pandemic started. So, yeah, I'd love to hear more about how the practices of, of fortune have adapted through through the last few years. Sure, I can start us off here. Um, so yes, uh, the Year of the Metal Rat Lunar New Year Party, which was um, sort of the final gathering of that year-long run, um, was in January of 2020. Um, so uh, really just before um, the pandemic became a reality in Philadelphia, where we're based. Um, and it was by far our largest gathering that we had. We had somewhere of 300 attendees. It was, it was busy, it was full. There was a lot of um, noise and celebration. It was an indoor space at this um, uh, community space called the community performance space called the Rotunda in Philly. Um, so yes, it really, uh, it was like a last hurrah in in some ways at least for the moment um, because things drastically changed shortly after um, we had definitely planned to kind of a scale at least like take a breath with our operations and figure out what was next um, but then of course um, you know other things outside of outside of our control uh, uh, really shaped shaped that year um, as it did for many many people so um, we spent, I'd say, starting that year, uh, we did some some more internal thinking. Um, we turned to uh, some more research. Um, so we worked on a project called um, the Mail Library, in which we um, we were actually able to visit two archives in person, um, but a lot of it was remote support um, through different both community and institutional archives um, to source uh, materials from past uh, queer, Asian, social and organizing groups um, and be able to reprint them and put them back in circulation through this, uh, through this mail library. So we, we kind of gathered the materials and collected them um, into uh, what we called readers and then actually pass them around in community um, so that folks could annotate them. And then we printed those annotations alongside the or, uh, original works. Um, so it was a way of kind of continuing uh, conversation and 
and uh, thought and connection together, um, but in more remote ways. Um, and another thing that we did in that following year um, was that we were actually able to, um, through grant funding, get our own risograph, um, which has really shaped uh, sort of how um, we're also trying to um, be a resource, uh, like a print resource for our community as well. Um, and so even in these moments of, yeah, not being able to gather physically necessarily, we have definitely tried to, in some ways, like maintain um, being connected to each other in those ways. Those, those are um, two milestones for sure during the pandemic and, and um, hearing them back now, I feel very um, lucky to have been able to do that work with you both during such a, you know, strange time. Another push that um, we made during the pandemic was, um, so this was following our year of, of 13 uh, monthly zines, uh, and, and those zines were all in an edition of 50, and many of them had at that time um, sold out through our releases and events. Um, and we had wanted to print a second edition of them um, to sort of have and to hold and maybe, um, you know, think more about uh, our work as it lives on. Um, and, and when I say our work, it's not just Heidi and Andra and me, but rather all of the uh, contributors to the zine project. So we had about 50 contributors, uh, mostly based in Philadelphia and over, I'd say, um, 150 or something uh, submissions. Um, and we wanted to, um, you know, hold on to that a little bit, even if this monthly intention wasn't um, extending into the year of the metal rat. Um, we're able to, um, in in not an easy way, we were able to access various risographs uh, that lived in institutions um, and and like it piecemeal print the second edition of the scene and and make a box set that we now distribute um, to reading spaces and um, and some special collections. Um, but that that sort of process made us realize how important it was to sort of own and be like sort of shareholders in our own means of production. You know, um, the printing process was was so much a part of um, that very first year. Um, and so we realized how much of a resource it could be, um, as Andrea spoke to um, to people near us too. So we also started printing other forms of resource guides and um, flyers, this kind of thing. And we hope to do that more and for a very long time. Thank you for that. I really love that, yeah, printing has been a through line and around it has been uh, other avenues of exploration. Like, I love that you uh, have different kinds of events such as karaoke, live stream karaoke, uh, as well as your Lunar New Year parties. Um, I would love to hear a bit about how um, how does Fortune reflect the community you're part of in Philadelphia? Can you give listeners an insight into what makes Philly Arts special? Yeah, I guess I was going to take a, a try at this question, but... Um, I think you're the right person for it, Heidi. Oh, <laughs> thanks. Thanks, team. Um, Philadelphia is on the eastern seaboard and it's I think something that makes it possible for us to do this type of work here is there's something about scale and the size of the city and 
I think in particular, um, West Philly is very, I think the queer scene or queer visibility and just like community here is in some ways and very like connected. And I think the work that people are doing here, I think it's, it, it reflects on how fortune can sort of like thrive in this place. Also, there's a lot of, um, there's really a lot of room for uh, sort of collective or collaborative art making in Philly um, in a way that I personally feel really grateful for. Um, I, because sort of things exist on such like a local level, perhaps, that yeah there doesn't seem to be I haven't encountered sort of you know moments of of grueling competition um in some ways I mean there's many ways in which the arts aren't necessarily like as supported as they should be by the city of course um um but at least among artists themselves uh I feel like my experience has been folks more um collaborating with each other, wanting to collaborate, or at least supporting each other, um, even if, you know, not working directly, as opposed to, uh, like, a competitive nature or approach to approach to uh, making art in the same city. On community radio around Australia, you are listening to Women on the Line. You've been listening to our conversation with Heidi, Connie and Andra from Fortune, a Philadelphia-based print and space-making project assembled by and for queer Asian publics. Let's continue to hear from them. I'd love to hear about the predictions that you have for the upcoming year. So this year is particularly interesting for me because Vietnamese people uh, celebrate it as the year of the cat. And and then I think, uh, I don't know if there are any other um, Asian countries that celebrate it as cat, but I know that rabbit is also very common. Um, so it's either year of the water rabbit or year of the water cat. So I would love to hear, um, yeah, what you think about the year of the cat coming up and any predictions that you have for this year. I must confess that I, I don't know much about the year of the cat specifically or kind of, um, yeah, the different sort of uh, qualities or, or char- characteristics there. Um, I'm curious if, if there is overlap with how people think about the way of the year of the rabbit. Um, so would love to hear more, but I guess uh, the way that, um, yeah, at this very, very start, at least, of thinking about uh, this new year, um, it feels, it does feel like there's some new energy here. I mean, just the fact that we are planning this um, Lunar New Year party, uh, and which is our first time getting together since that last one. Um, at least on this scale, since that last one, um, the year of the metal rat. So um, that feels like, that feels very exciting. It feels, yeah, like these uh, bursts of energy. um, And yeah, it feels like there's some luck there too, uh, hoping for that. Um, And 
yeah, just just kind of trying to to ride this wave, I guess I'll say, for the year of the water, water rabbit and water cat. Yes, I think um, you say it well, Zen. This this um, interesting, like sort of. Uh, double portal opening with the cat and the rabbit um, but I do think they share similar qualities maybe um, like a sort of fortuitousness a sort of um, cleverness maybe and um, a way of getting out of trouble uh, which is my prediction I think for this year is, is sort of um, maybe finding yourself in rising tides and and um, learning to move with it or move around it um, yeah. Yeah, I really love what you've said there about <clears throat> um, being able to move around it and the rising tides um, because we're in the second year of the water element. And from my understanding, each element changes every two years. So we were uh, two or three years. So we were in metal for two years, metal rat. Sorry, were we in metal rat? Yes, uh, rat and then, um, and then the ox. Um, and last year was Year of the Water Tiger. Um, yeah, so, and I was, my friend had actually sent me a a link to some website talking about proving that cats are like water. And it was just all of these images of cats, like, in different jars, like how they can be really flexible and, like, they can fit in boxes and um, be really fluid in, in that sense. And I, I thought it was really, the link was really funny, but... I was like, oh, yeah, I've seen cats in different spaces like that. Um, but I can imagine a rabbit being fluid like that too in its body shape, like very languid. True. That's some good imagery there. I'm thinking about sort of like cadence and rhythm and how to keep that energy kind of like in this sort of like balanced way where I think when I think of like rabbits and cats they can be on the hunt or on the prowl and like kind of get ahead of themselves and perhaps this is a way to reflect on like how we can like be maybe more patient or like uh give ourselves some time to like be with things and be with like work or relationships or you know the world so that's that's sort of like my prediction is like working out a cadence that, that feels like consistent maybe um when i hear that it, it makes me think of the lunar cycles and how um i guess in like western astrology you're working more with the sun but um but we like looking at chinese astrology we work with the moon so the new year starts on the new moon of aquarius um and uh i think about the stories of like the, the Chinese star of the moon goddess taking the rabbit with her to the moon um, and also seeing um, the shadow of the rabbit on the moon itself um, and how cats also like to work at night. So for me, yeah, that idea of uh, rhythm and cadence and like what cycles are we working on. Um, in like older traditions, people would work like planting seeds on the new moon and um, and then harvesting on the full moon or doing dances and ceremony on the full moon. So, yeah, I'm just thinking about how these we can um, kind of bring in, yeah, these different cycles. And so thank you, Heidi, for bringing that up around like rhythm and cadence and um, 
yeah, I, I really liked that. Mm, that was great, Zen. Yeah, I, I like the that invitation to think about um, to think about work in terms of the moon. Um, yeah, I didn't know rabbits could be so hardworking, aren't they? In the moon, pounding pounding rice. Is yes, right? yeah, I think pounding rice and making. Um, uh, yeah, apparently they make like the potions as well. Um, so I think of yeah rabbits and cats quite. Is quite magical in that way. So I would love to just to wrap things up. Would love to hear about the Lunar New Year party that you're hosting for Year of the Rabbit. I really love the tagline on your event uh, ticketing events. Um, it says something like, "Come out for an evening of deep sea movement, karaoke serenades, parlor games for luck, and lots of room to dance." Can you tell us more about your upcoming event? Yes, we are planning this Lunar New Year event um, next. Uh, or sorry, or this coming Saturday already, um, and it is yeah gonna be. It's been exciting to kind of um, curate an event in this in this way again. So bringing together um, many different um, artists and performers, uh, vendors. Uh, so. Um, Hopefully it's just a lot of festivities. We're definitely leaning into the fact um, that the element this year is water. Um, so uh, we're gonna have some some different kind of like wavy deep sea uh, projections in the space. Um, we're also um, gonna have, uh, as you as you mentioned, uh, listed in our in our tagline, um, we're gonna have uh, karaoke hosted um, for for uh, folks to participate uh, we'll have some um, some vinyl records being spun uh, so hopefully people really are able to to just move around and yeah feel I guess like that is kind of um, something we're hoping to pull from from that water feeling too is just kind of this feeling of fluidity and movement um, and uh, yeah, moving through and around it, as as uh, as you were saying earlier, um, and what else? We'll have some vendors, uh, some catered food. Uh, so all in all, we're just really um, excited to to be together again, and um, excited uh, to yeah have this space and an opportunity to celebrate. Yes, and we're also glad to be um, working with um, so many amazing artists again. Um, not only our vendors, but also, um, yes, as Andra mentioned, um, many of our um, artist collaborators on this project. And then, yeah, some friends who are starting a new restaurant project who will be catering the snacks. Uh, we'll have... Um, drinks, libations through the evening. Um, and then I also want to shout out some project partners on this. Um, we'll be, uh, we'll be uh, celebrating at a space called Icebox Project Space. Um, and they're hooking us up with these incredible light displays. They had just built a seven foot disco ball that we'll be the beneficiaries of uh, at least this once. And um, we also... 
uh, our, our event is called Year of the Water Rabbit First Dance, and um, Last Dance will be hosted by our friend Sarah Kim, um, and that one will be more um, performance-focused. Sarah had actually co-curated um, Year of the Rat with us and had um, had uh, played a, a large part in booking our, our performers for that evening. Um, so yeah, so so opportunity to party and then to party again. Um, and yeah, in the, in the three years since, I think we've become uh, much more seasoned uh, planners, emailers, administrators, and friends. And and I think we're we're really trying to put that um, yeah chat about our project and what it means to celebrate the Lunar New Year about, about yeah safety and holding uh, what we do about gathering all the more all the more seriously, you know. Well, thank you so much um, for your time. This is, yeah, the party sounds really exciting and I love the title of it, First Dance. And then um, I love that um, the collaborative elements of the project as well. Um, I just want to wish you all a happy Lunar New Year for, for the coming year. And, um, and I wish, yeah, great fortune for the Year of the Rabbit ahead for your collective and also individually for all of you. So thank you so much for your time here. Thanks so much for having us and happy Lunar, happy Lunar New Year. And and I do have to remark that, yes, we we, uh, we started the same year that uh, Red Pocket Press did and have been following you since. So in a sense, we, we think of you as a, as a sibling in, in celebration. So um, grateful for your work there and um, for hosting us now. Yeah, thank you, Sen, for taking time to chat about our project and what it means to celebrate the Lunar New Year. And that's all for Women on the Line today. We spoke with Heidi, Connie and Andra from Fortune, a Philadelphia-based print and space-making project assembled by and for queer Asian publics. You can find out more about their work at printingfortunes.info or on Instagram at manyfortunes. Thanks to the Community Broadcasting Foundation for their financial support. The theme music for Women on the Line is by Ripley Kavara. I'm Sanya and happy Lunar New Year of the Water Cat slash Rabbit. And tune in to Women on the Line next week on your local community radio station.